The holidays are here. And with that brings close gatherings with friends and family. And those friends and family consist of people, people we love, respect, and sometimes those who don't make us feel loved or respected. So I wanted to share some tools and truths here with you as we head into a time of year with those we hold dear so you can have peace and not fear. This is a special episode all about how to handle people who are close but tend to make you feel like you want to push them away so that you can confidently enjoy your conversations with the clarity on what to do and have the courage to follow through. This, my friend, is just for you. When it comes to relationships and engaging with people, there is one fact of humanity that I learned from Tony Robbins that simplifies communication so that we can have a clear understanding and from that place approach people with curiosity instead of condemnation. And that fact is this. All communication is either an expression of love or a cry for help. Let me say that again because it is a phrase that pays. All communication is either an expression of love or a cry for help. So if you find yourself on the receiving end of something that's not loving, realize that if it's not an expression of love, it's a cry for help. And instead of reacting from retaliation and condemnation, respond from a place of compassionate curiosity. Now, this does not mean accept mistreatment and be walked all over like a doormat. It's seeking first to understand, then be understood. The second thing to keep in mind is that if you're having a strongly charged reaction to someone's actions or behavior, reactions are windows to the heart. Reactions are windows to the heart. The person who is heaving you or POing you <laughs> may actually be reflecting you. Now, this may be a hard pill to swallow, but oftentimes the things in others that bother us the most bother us the most because they are mirroring the things within ourselves that we don't really like. Others reflect what we can't see or don't want to see in us. Again, this may be hard to hear, but I invite you to see it as a gift. And the reason I say that is you're going to have these things anyway. And when you change the way you see things, the things you see change. And if you agree that the purpose of life is to steward your gifts, to grow and evolve as a soul, to enrich your character so that you can connect and serve with others at a deeper and wider level, that comes from growth. All growth comes from change, and all change starts with awareness. And when it's a positive change to grow your character, that's progress. And all progress begins by telling the truth. So perhaps that when we get triggered, it's not just because that person is nasty, perhaps it's also because the part we see in them is a reflection of a part we see in ourselves that we don't really like. And experiencing that reaction from that person 
is a revealing that can lead to healing. What if you treated that moment as an invitation for reflection, to pause, pray, and then proceed? Because if moments that are challenging like that are gifts, and obviously the really good moments that you do enjoy are gifts too, how would that change the quality of your life? Believing that it all truly is a gift. And if we can give thanks in all things, for all things, what impact would that have living in a state of constant gratitude and growth? When you change the way you see things, the things you see change. In Romans 8.28, it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. All things, even the interactions that, let's just say, leave more to be desired. Because every interaction is either an expression of love or a cry for help. And when you use your gift of choice to approach through the lens of curiosity instead of condemnation, I wonder what expression you will embody and share. When you pause, pray, and invite God to intercede, it equips you to proceed with confidence from truth. And choosing to pause from the revelation he provides creates an opportunity for you to respond rather than react. And that obedience to check in with your heart of you stepping out will invite him to step in and transform your heart and mind to see that truly all things works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So use the power of the pause to process whether you're experiencing an expression of love or a cry for help and then proceed accordingly. For the entire law is summed up in a single command, love your neighbor as yourself. And your neighbor is anyone you encounter. Not just the person with the house or apartment next to you, your family, your friends, the stranger, the person in the shopping mart that you're with. Everybody is your neighbor. The people who have differing political opinions than you, the people who have different religious beliefs than you are your neighbor, and love your neighbor as yourself. Wishing you a happy Thanksgiving to go and be a blessing for those brought into your life because the interactions that you're going to be having, it's not an accident. Coincidences are God's way of remaining anonymous. Those interactions are actually an invitation because my belief is that when you are interacting with someone, one of three things occur. The reason that that person's brought into your life is either for them to teach you something, for you to teach them something, or both. As life is a classroom, the lessons will be repeated until learned. If you're missing the lesson from the interaction and you continue to attract the same types of people, it could be an indication that there is a lesson that needs leaning into. So give, grow, and live in gratitude because it's the foundation for love. Go forth, be great, and be a blessing.
peace and joy to you, my friend. God bless.